Well, that was more annoying than the last one. So, this is Chelsea Bells. The annoying way to spell that is C H E L L Z Y B E L L Z because I really hate numbers and names and I'm an idiot. But enough of that. So, this is my garbage podcast requested by my silly friend and her silly friend, and there you go. So, first and foremost, I decided to talk about things that involve, let's see, um, how, (laughs) I guess it's a how-to, or how I think, maybe it's a uh, life hack, I don't know, Um, and it's a pretty common thing, I feel like girls talk about how to get people to stop talking to them, that they don't want talking to them, usually uh, creepy men. Uh, I think is are, are the biggest offenders. Personally, I prefer it when people are creepy at me in private. Like, if you want to send me a creepy text message about you know, subtly reminding me how creepy you are, or not so subtly being creepy, at least when it's a text message, I can just either indulge your creepiness, but like, haha, yeah, you're creepy, like, that's cool. Or I could be like, ew, don't talk to me. I'm going to block you. I'm not going to respond. I'm going to send an awkward emotionless emoji. It's the kind of things where people, when men hit on you, like, in public or in front of a bunch of people, which is my current dilemma. Uh, And I'm not, like, a shy person, but I definitely don't want people to get the wrong idea of me, especially at school and the kind of school I'm in where I'm around my future coworkers. Like, just, it's a given. So, like, I don't want people to think, like, oh, that's the girl that likes to be complimented by strange men. Like, she likes it. She's encouraging it. Like, I don't want that kind of reputation for obvious reasons, especially, and, like, I don't know, with this guy, everyone's kind of decided that he's harmless, Like, he says creepy shit, but we're just all like, yeah, like, it's okay, though. Like, he's nice. Like, he's married. So, I don't know. It sounds worse the more I say it. Like, I should be, like, totally stranger dangering or, like, blue lighting or, like, having a accountability buddy or whatever it is. Um, A whistle. Pepper spray. But, uh, I don't know. Like, he's definitely not afraid of how much he thinks I'm attractive, even though it scares me. Um, and like I said, if you were creepy to me in private, like that's creepy in its own way. Like, cause then it's like, you know, you're trying to like catch me off guard or something. It's just more embarrassing for me. So I, I don't want to encourage it. And I do everything I can not to encourage it. And anyway, back to the actual solution, which is to make everything super sad. Like that's been my new method. I'm going to you're going to compliment me and then I'm going to make you feel sorry for me. And I'm just going to create this very sad version of myself because I would rather one person think I'm sad and pathetic than a whole bunch of people thinking I'm sad and pathetic and I need compliments from married people in order to make me function. So I go to school and work out clothes, which I normally don't do. Like I stressed in my last podcast, cure the, the pure, <laughs> clearly that's what I'm trying to say clearly I'm self-conscious about showing up to school and workout clothes because I keep talking about it. But on this rare occasion that has clearly happened more than once, I uh, was wearing my workout clothes 
And I have it on good authority that this particular person enjoys my thighs and the way they look. I don't know why. I don't get it. It's so disturbing to me, but whatever. So he goes, hey, like, he's sitting next to me. It's like, it's it's a pretty tight room and he just, he sits next to me and he's like, well, so like, you've been working out. And like, in front of like, I don't know, probably six people are paying attention. And I'm like... Yeah, you know, I, I do. I have been working out. I I go to the gym every day. And then here's where I make it sad and less like, hey, hey. I say, I go to the gym because I have nothing else in my life. And he looks at me. And, like, he looks a little uncomfortable. But then he proceeds. He tries to, like, tries to continue the conversation. And he's like, he's like, yeah, like... I like to go to the gym. I'm like, yeah, me too. I, I go to, uh, here's where I make it sad. I go to help with my crippling anxiety because it is the only thing aside from medication that sort of makes me feel like a normal person. And now referring to yourself as abnormal, especially in the mental health, like you think, like, you know, clearly the conversation like should be done. And then essentially it is, this is where he stops talking to me. However, he does add in before we quietly go on our way of not paying attention to each other, of, uh, sometimes I just go to the gym to look at girls in tights. And I'm like, oh, like, that's a long drive. I'm like, you know, I couldn't really make that sad. Like, I wear tights because I want attention. Like, A, that's not true. It is sad, but I feel like it would have been encouraging. Like, I've been trying to, like, think, because, like, most people, sometimes I like to go back in my previous conversations and figure out what I could have said to make it better or to be wittier or to be funnier, or clever, or whatever word I choose to describe myself. And uh, and I haven't come up with anything. Like, these are the only pants I have is, is, like, the best I have, or it's the only thing I sometimes look good in, or other girls always look better than me. Um, but then I feel like that would open it up to more compliments. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not one of those people that's good at compliments. I think I've mentioned before, like my best compliment is, Hey, your face is symmetrical. Like that's kind of, that's, that's my go-to even except it's funny when it's clearly not true. Cause I think maybe there's like 2% of people that could possibly be attractive when they have two different sides of their face. But, but like, you know, what can you do? So, like, if their, like, eye is, like, two inches above the other one, and I'm like, all right, Quasimodo, like, you are super symmetrical, like, your face. And then they know I'm lying. Um, I also do that. I typically lie when people do, like, uh, rate me one to ten. Like, I always lie. If I say you're a six, that means you're ugly. Um, but normally I make the other person go first, and then I just mimic whatever number they are, like, without even thinking twice about it. Like, oh, you're an eight. Yes, yeah, so are you. Like, then I don't have to have this conversation. I don't, I don't like complimenting people just because I'm bad at it. Like, I don't know what people want to hear because, like, I don't even necessarily know what kind of compliments I like to hear. So I'm just, I'm just bad at it. I've been getting better. Like, it's been, you know, like, I, I'm, it's easier for me to say, like, nice shoes without, like, having some weird social anxiety attack. And ugh, something I noticed about being socially awkward or I guess more or less antisocial is that I get really offended when people call me antisocial. Like I had just gotten done telling a story about how every college class I went to, I hated it because I had no desire to make friends with any of these people. And I didn't want to be part of anything that was not my like very small group of friends who were outside of my major 
and my minor and my boyfriend, who was not even at school at the time, and my work. Like, those were the only people I either had to talk to or wanted to talk to. So I get done telling this, because this kid's like, oh, me and my major, kids and my major, there was like six of us, and we were like super close, and you know, we give each other back massages, or whatever the hell he was saying, I stopped paying attention. And I'm like, yeah, no, I didn't do that. Like, I barely went to class, true. Like, I went when I when it was required, which in poli-sci is, like, almost never. And and he's like, oh, I was in poli-sci. And I'm like, well, whatever. Like, I don't care. I'm done with this conversation. And I'm like, but yeah, ultimately, I didn't make any friends in my major. And he's like, well, you're just antisocial. And I was like, excuse you. I am not. And then I thought about it. And I mean, like... I guess I feel like antisocial has such a negative connotation. It's just sometimes I don't, I don't like feel the need to walk into a room and be friends with everybody. The only time I sort of understand that, and even though technically I'm like 51% extrovert over introvert, like I just like, I want people to like me, but I definitely don't want everyone to be my friend. Like that is the, I just know because I just can't. However, I do have an obsessive need for anyone who is performing a service for me to like me. Like, for example, if I'm at the grocery store, like the lady who is checking like the number for whatever like vegetable I'm buying or like typing in the SKU at like Sprouts or like I like never go to Sprouts, just trying to sound trendy at Target is more accurate when she's scanning buttons and trying to ignore me. It's important to me that that she likes me. And when she leaves, I want her to think that person was very nice to me. I don't know why. I just, or, or funny. It's really, I want them to think I'm funny because I tell dumb little jokes about, you know, like, uh, hold on, let me pull up my like 8 million pieces of plastic and hopefully trying to find the right one, which isn't a joke, but like, I still want them to at least nervous giggle at me because it makes me feel better about myself. I don't really know why, but it does. Or like waiters. I want waiters to think she's polite and she tips adequately, maybe even erring on the side of generous. I want these people that I will literally never see again to like me and think favorably upon me. However, people that I see every day or saw every day in my undergrad, I didn't care if they knew my name or not knew my name. It didn't matter. Like, if they only noticed me as a person when I walked in the room because they're like, is that person in the wrong class? Even though it's like week 10, like if they thought that of me, I was totally okay with it. Like that was like my preferred way of action. I actually wanted them to think I was crazy. I had this one class where I, it was like once a week for like two and a half hours. It was a creative writing class and I had an English minor and someone with an English minor is kind of, I don't know. They were really catty. Like, I clearly didn't belong, and I, like, wasn't one of them. Like, I didn't want to just sit around and talk about how great life will be with an English degree because, you know, you get nothing. And I I didn't want to do that. I didn't, and I didn't want to make friends. I guess I'm super antisocial, but they're all antisocial, but they're also really judgy. Like, English kids are a certain type of antisocial. Like, they're social with each other, with anyone who doesn't intimidate them in any sort of way. Like, like all the liberal arts kids, they're like, let's dye our hair green, smoke cigarettes, and then just quietly make sure everyone thinks, I think I'm better than them, even though they're like the most insecure people. Anyway, I, they didn't like me and, and I didn't care. I never cared. So I like would try to see if there's any way I can make them 
like me less. And anytime I wrote a story, I'd like, I'd like to write about unlikable characters and I just do. And they would criticize me for how unlikable they were. And I'm like, yes, like you get it, but you don't. So they already thought I was crazy because they would give me this critique and then I wouldn't make my characters any more likable in the slightest. If anything, I'd make them even more of jerks. Like wrote this one story about a guy where he just sat up there and judged this waitress who had a giant pimple on her forehead for like four pages. <laughs> and like That's just what I, and I, I was like getting like, I don't know. Everyone's done it where you're sitting there and you like see a girl with like a pimple that's like clearly like needs to be popped, but they don't because they think it's better for your skin, whatever, maybe, but I would much rather look at a festering scab than a zit that needs to pop, because it just makes me crazy, and I think it's gross, like, how can you walk around with your face like that on purpose? Anyway, back to the snobby English kids. I wanted them to think I was crazy, so I would dress in a different type of outfit, like, every week. Like, verging from my like clothes that for some godforsaken reason I kept from my emo phase which was like ninth tenth grade like when I only had 30 seconds to Mars on my iPod because because that's like what was cool or like the kill yeah like emo anthem so I had that and then so I'd like wear like black pants black shirt like too much eyeliner uh, make sure I had a lighter even though I didn't light anything ever but, like, I had one in my pocket, so when the kids would go out to smoke, I'd be like, hey, like, here you go, because I don't know how to work it, but but I got you. And then the next week, I would go in, like, baggy pants, and I had this lime green shirt that I got at a thrift store, and I still wear it um, when, I, when someone drags me somewhere where I really don't want to go. And, like, I put up a fight. Like, please, God, don't take me to this party. I don't want to watch you play beer pong. And they're like, no, come. And I'm like, all right. So I wear this lime green shirt which has two thumbs up gesturing to the wearer that says Jesus loves this guy. And I will wear that. And, you know, people, people think I'm some weird evangelist or like maybe I work as at like a youth camp for the summer and I like make bracelets and I send them to Ethiopia or whatever. Um, and then other days, I'd, I mean, you, it was endless, but I would just dress as like a different option on like a quiz of like how should you dress buzzfeed says what style are you sporty trendy sassy whatever that kind of deal and uh to make sure i had no friends and i guess that's an antisocial thing to do and the more stories i tell about how i acted at college when you're supposed to be the most social and the most busy and be friends with everyone and do every dumb activity that just comes about that i just really wasn't even, like, with people who are, like, in my group, and not really my group, but, like, friends of friends, I just, I couldn't relate to, or I didn't want to relate to, or I could sense that maybe they hated me, so <laughs> that's a lie. They totally hated me. Um, but I, I don't know. I just never felt that push. I was such an outsider in high school. I wasn't as much an outsider as I had a it was a very small student body, like 90 people. So everyone had their clique and no one went outside their clique. And my clique wasn't on the top of the food chain. If there was, it's, there wasn't really like a feudal system, but everyone just knew like, all right, so that's the group with probably the highest average attractiveness. So that means that if there were a feudal system, they would be on top, even though all the groups were about the same size. So like, I don't know, I was well respected by others, but I'm just a beta fish of people. 
when I want to be. Or maybe I'm just a goldfish and my poop just kills other fish. Like, I don't know. Maybe. Like, also apt. So. Oh, where was I going with that? Hmm. I don't know. But anyway, when, oh, antisocial. This is a very long, long road back to like one statement that sort of offended me. But I, and I realized like I couldn't really defend myself because I'm like, okay, like I guess that does make me antisocial. But I feel like it's natural to not want to be friends with everyone. I think it's weird when you just want to be friends with everybody you meet. Like why? Like how could you possibly sustain any friendship for any reason? It's like, it's like the equivalent of how I treat bobby pins or hair ties as like one use things. And I don't think you should treat people as one use things. Like you don't buy Tupperware and then, well, I buy Tupperware and then I throw it away because I hate cleaning Tupperware because I think it's gross because like it always sits in your car for too long. And when you open it, it smells like something died in it. Like you had ate roadkill for lunch and then immediately washed it. And it still smells like something rotting and festering on like in the gutter for three days like I just hate it but you don't you don't buy these things or meet these people with the intention of throwing it away and if every time you go out you make a hundred new friends or every time you go out you make five new friends and you go out a lot because you're an extrovert and you're super social by the end of the week you're gonna have 35 friends because I can do basic math and by the end of the month, you have 35 times four because that's too hard. And like, I don't even know how many contacts a phone can hold, but you're like kind of tapped out by then. Even if you reduce it to one friend every day, average, like meeting new people, that's 30 new people, even 20 new people who you're just going to talk to for a minute and then never talk to again. Now there is like, sometimes there's those moments where you have those conversations with a random person and it like changes your life or like just remember it fondly. But when you say like make friends, I don't know. I think we could blame it on my mother. But she told me if you make a good friend every 10, one really good friend every 10 years, you're doing pretty good for yourself. And I like that idea because like you can make okay friends and stuff along the way. But I think in order to really make those friendships worth it, the fewer the better. Like, I don't know. I wish that was, like, true with other things. Like, I wish I could take, like, three bites of something and be like, it's so much better to only have three bites of pizza. Because it makes all the other bites taste way better. Which I guess is a dumb way to look at things. I, like, just disproved my entire argument. But no, I don't know. I could, I could definitely go either way on on that however if it is one thing i am certain of i do not like being friends with people who are rude or politic politically not even <laughs> who are just very back to politeness politeness this was a very rough transition but today i was in line at sprouts i was actually out at sprouts i wasn't at target I was at Sprouts because I was going hiking and I am one of those people that when I do an activity, I, I really should be on like an e-reality show. Like when I do an activity, I go and like I buy everything possibly involving that activity, like short of dressing up in a costume, like, oh, we're going to go on an airplane. Good thing I got all 
like everything travel size, like things that already naturally are travel size, like travel size deodorant, I think is kind of a joke because it's like (laughs) you can bring deodorant on the plane. So why do you need an extra small one? Just bring your own like your deodorant will work like three hours from now, like in a different time zone, like it'll be okay. But anyway, so I figure I'm going hiking, so I should go to Sprouts and buy some hiking food (laughs) because not just any food is hiking food. And uh, so I had like six items, had like a couple water bottles, some granola, some hiking food. It's a secret. You have to subscribe to, uh, to no, nothing. There, I don't think hikers subscribe to anything as just a general rule. I'm not part of the hiking club, but if you know how I could be, let me know. Um, anyway, so I had six items on the conveyor belt. The lady in front of me was like her receipt was printing. And then this woman who, like, I was not paying attention to, she started talking to me when I wasn't looking at her. So naturally, I, like, I didn't hear her because she was kind of mumbling. Like, first rule, like, don't mumble if you want to be my friend. But, like, do not mumble because either I'm going to, I don't like to repeat myself. And I, so I'm, if I have to ask you more than twice, like, we're done. Um, but so she mumbles at me. And at first, like, I thought that she thought I worked there and I'm like, definitely not wearing a little apron and and I said what rudely kind of like that because when people randomly just talk to me at least in California you know you just you have to assume that they like want something from you or are gonna kill you or whatever and she's like just raises this box of like flax oatmeal I don't know like in the air and she's like Can I go in front of you? Can I buy this right now? And I'm like, the lady is about to start grabbing my stuff. But she's holding this one box. And there's like four people staring at me from like behind her. And I'm just like, yeah, like I guess. So then I'm sitting there trying to figure out like what happened. Like, Like this random woman just felt the need. She like wanted to buy her flaxseed at such a, like, a rapid, like, instantaneously, she wanted to pick up that box and just pay for it, even though I had been waiting in line behind the lady who, like, bought, like, who, like, went to the stupid little barrels filled with random crap and, like, put a little bit in, like, the same bag, so she's, like, typing in, like, doing, like, these crazy math calculations, and after I had waited through that, this lady thinks she can come up with her flaxseed and just be like, hmm, I only have one thing, so I'm better than you, so I'm going to go first. Now, ordinarily, I am totally one of those people where if I have, like, a big old cart of things, like, I had nothing in my house before, and I and I was on the internet too long, and I came up with, like, 40 recipes that each required an ingredient I'm only going to use once, and, and I, like, am loading slowly, and the lady, the person in front of me has, like, 70 items, and, like, then I see someone holding a bag of chips, and I'm like, you know what, man, you go ahead. Like, that's that's something I, I like to do. Like, that is a nice thing. But I had five items, and she propositioned, like, propositioned me to go in front of me. And I'm like, who are you? Like, what are you? She didn't say thank you until I was, like, in line, like, scowling, trying to figure out, like, why the hell she would ask that of, like, another human being. And, and like, and then she kind of just went, "Mm, like, thank you. And I I had already had, like, kind of a tough time 
at Sprouts because the lady who made my sandwich did it at a glacial pace and was like super angry that she had to make me a sandwich at like eight in the morning. And like, cause I stood there and all the people behind like the deli counter were like looking at me, like, why are you standing here? Like, but they, they did that thing where they kind of look at you like the way that, I don't know, like pigeons and except you don't have any food, so they're not going after you, but the pigeons are staring at you to see, oh, maybe you're going to want food. And I'm standing there holding the slip, like clearly the sandwich slip, and one lady waddles over, and then I wait for it, because usually it doesn't take that long. And I was only picking up four other things, so I wasn't going to like walk across the store and then come back. And I really am paranoid about someone coming and grabbing my sandwich, even though like I don't know who the hell would like take someone else's sandwich with their name on it instead of just ordering their own exactly how they like it, but weird social phobia I have. So I'm standing there waiting, and I guess this frustrated the lady that I didn't just leave her to making my sandwich. I didn't, I guess I made her nervous, but she, like, slapped it on the desk and was like, here, it's ready. I was like, all right, like, thanks, like, lady. Like, I wasn't rude. I wasn't, like, they didn't have a little basket for me to put the order, so, like, I stood there like an idiot with the pigeons looking at me for, like, four minutes, before someone like decided to come over and realize like I wasn't just staring at them like it's like to me it felt like they forgot that they were working in a grocery store and it was a little unnerving to me but whatever so anyway so back to flaxseed lady like while she's going in front of me to buy her like single box and had sort of half-assed said thank you there's also this strange man who's like loudly drinking a sample like coffee it's like in a half of a dixie cup and he's like slurping it and he's like "Mm," like very loud and i like turn and i look at him and he's holding like a very small apple like an apple that is definitely gmo deficient it was just like the size of like a bouncy ball and he's got his little apple and like that's all he wanted and i don't know if he was expecting me to let him go first because i have five whole items that's gonna take so long i don't know so then I left and I was like, all right, like, I'm glad, I'm glad that's over with. So I just, I don't know. I don't like it when people just do that, do that weird, weird kind of thing. Another pet peeve that I noticed, so everyone's on spring break right now. And by everyone, I mean like all of the small children and, and less small children and medium children. And, uh, I was at a Starbucks yesterday at like 11 in the morning and this gaggle of girls comes in there's like six of them and it is march and they are in their like bikinis and like booty shorts with their butts hanging out at a starbucks at 11:30. now i don't live by the beach i don't live by any body of water i don't even live near residential areas where there may be a pool but these girls come rolling in and they're not wearing shirts over their bikinis and they're like 14 and i'm like what are you Like, what are these creatures? And then they did the worst possible thing, which is stand in inconvenient places for everyone else while texting. And the most inconvenient place for someone to stand at any coffee shop is at the bar, you know, where they hand you the drink when they're done, especially when there's, like, a bunch of people around. Like, they were behind, like, four or five people, myself included, but yet when they when all six of them, after they took their drink, they decided that they were going to crowd that one little corner that Starbucks has, which I don't know why they don't make it more accessible. They have all those spit shields, like, everywhere. It's like, why don't you have more 
bar area. I don't get why more places don't have that. Like, why don't you have a slightly larger area for people to... Maybe they're trying to discourage it. Well, it's not working. Anyway, it's inconvenient. And then the girls, like, stared at me because I was glaring at them. Like, and, like, I don't like to shame people for for wearing things that, that I don't agree with. But I will shame you for wearing something in the wrong area. Like, this, the Starbucks, unless it's Starbucks by the beach, I don't, I just don't think that's somewhere where you should just walk in and wear your bikini. Like, I'm just not, <laughs> just super not okay with that. So I'm going to look at my notes. Um, yeah, and today I've just, this, uh, going off of the, uh, the sprouts that, that was today, and today's been a weird day, and I'm having one of those days where I feel like everyone is staring at me. Like, I don't look particularly good, nor particularly bad. Like, and I was wearing pretty much, like, all black, like, workout clothes and a hat. Like, not spectacular. Like, you couldn't even see my face. But yet, people were, like, stopping and, like, doing, like, double takes. Like, like, walking and then abruptly turning around, making eye contact with me and kept walking. And that happened, like, four times. And I wasn't, wasn't doing anything. And it was freaking me out. I'm like, I feel like everyone is, like... I, do I have something on my face? I didn't have anything on my face. I don't know. Just certain days, I attract more weird than others, I guess. Well, I am just going to uh, wrap things up here because it seems to make sense. I thought I had more time, but I don't. And I don't want to try to squeeze one of my stories that I think is only two minutes long into approximately eight minutes long, because if I think it's two minutes long, it's probably going to take a half hour to explain. So, uh, so yeah, so that'll do it. So, uh, you know, stay weird or like whatever, or don't, I don't, I don't care.